Hey, what is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to the coolest podcast in the world. My name is Cooper Hans, and you are listening to the Underground World Podcast. In this episode, we'll be talking more about Smoke Perp and uh, just his downfall on his career. Um, he's trying to sue Kanye, so we'll get into that. We're also going to talk about Lucky and him spitting on one of his fans, which is it's a very controversial topic for sure, so we'll get into that. And finally, I'll be talking about Sofago's album that he was meant to drop, I think, like four months ago, and it's called Pink Hearts. Anyways, let's get right into the show and the first topic, which is Smoke Perp trying to sue Kanye for $9 million. So if you guys tuned into the last episode, you know that Smoke Perp's just been on like a constant like downfall in his career. And um, I talked about it in my last episode and pretty much recent, I think it was like two days ago on Instagram, he got on live and he was like just yelling at Kanye, demanding him to send him 9 million. Otherwise, like he's going to take him to court. And, you know, just if you listen to the last podcast, like I said, Smoke Perp is definitely just trying to hang on and like get as much clout as possible to stay in the game. And I think that's what he was trying to do with this Instagram stunt. Um, he, so like I looked into it and apparently like he produced the song or he wrote lyrics for Kanye's verse on, um, I think it's called I Love It by him and Smoke Perp, or not him and Smoke Perp, him and Lil Pump. I'm sure you guys have heard of it if you guys listen to rap. Um, it was actually a pretty mainstream song, especially because it had Kanye on it. Anyways, Smoke Perp actually wasn't capping. He did write like some of this verse. Um, as he was good friends with Lil Pump at the time, I'm not sure how they stand now, but apparently, I guess Kanye West didn't pay him. At least that's what Smoke Perp is saying. Um, but nine million, I think that's a lot to ask, especially because like I don't even think the song made nine million. Like it has almost 600 million views as of like today which is a lot but if you think about how much they actually get from like a million views i think they probably made damn near two mil off this song just alone on youtube or just on youtube alone pretty much any other streaming service that you can name they probably made i would say at least a mil so i'm gonna just say they made maybe maybe nine mil but like why would they pay all of that to smoke perp like if anything i think you would get like a small fraction because you got to pay the producers you got to pay everyone like who's part of the production team and who actually is like assembling the beat as well as the vocals and then just got to pay a whole lot of people and so i can't imagine smoke perp getting nine million just from this song so like i said in the beginning i totally think this is like a publicity stunt and he just wants clout from this maybe kanye actually does owe him like a small amount of money which is probably like 300k or some shit like that. But um, yeah, I just think this is all for clout, to be honest. But that's pretty much like everything on the Smoke Perp trying to sue Kanye. There's really not a whole lot of information on it right now. Kanye hasn't even responded to uh, Smoke Perp's Instagram or like he hasn't even mentioned him on any like type of social media post. So. Either Kanye's just gonna blow this off or Smoke Perp's actually gonna take it to court if it's for real. But let me know what you guys think. Do you guys think this is just like a publicity stunt? Do you think it's for clout as um, Smoke Perp is just on the downfall? 
like we talked about. Um, but yeah, moving on to the next topic, we're going to talk about Lucky actually spitting on one of his own fans at his concert. Um, there's like two sides to this story. Um, pretty much one of the fans was like, a lot of people are calling him like a new generation fan and not a like true Lucky fan. Um, there's like fan wars going on and like all these comments I've seen on on the actual video itself. Um, but pretty much the fans are saying like if he was an actual fan, he wouldn't have done any of this to get like to make it go big on social media or like he wouldn't have tried getting that negative energy from Lucky. Um, maybe he thought he was going to get like a funny response, but I don't really see how you could expect someone to react like in a good way to what this person did. Anyways, there's footage of this dude's friend, the so-called fan, um, buddy, was taking a video of him and his friend reached on stage and um, was rubbing L the rapper Lucky's stomach in a weird way. I mean, it would have creeped anyone out. Like, especially if you're performing in front of like thousands and someone just reaches and starts rubbing your stomach. It's very weird, like, behavior, very sus behavior, in my opinion. But, anyways, he was trying to like just make a joke on the whole Lucky memes, which are Lucky has like a big belly because he drinks so much lean, which is very unhealthy for thousands of reasons. But, but pretty much Lucky is hooked on codeine permethazine, which is also known as lean. And, um, he has like a serious addiction and he doesn't enjoy like any of the memes about his big belly. Um, there's memes that say shake that belly lucky, like just random negative comments like that, that I'm sure he doesn't really appreciate. And he's actually vocalized his opinion on them. But anyways, that fan did that and lucky ended up like turning around. And I think he was like probably thinking what he should do to this kid. Um, and then he turns back and like, like hawks a loogie on this dude. Like you can tell he didn't have that thing ready. So he had to step back and just get one in the chamber and spit it all on this man. It was like one of the wet ones too. It was nasty. But yeah, that happened. And so it created like a lot of drama within Instagram. Whenever the fan actually posted that and said, yo, lucky just spit on me, whatever. Um, but a lot of people were saying, yo, that's disrespectful as fuck. Um, that fan paid, what, let's say like 40 bucks. Excuse me, but he paid like 40 bucks and um, could be paying like thousands to go to your shows and you just disrespected him like that. And so you have that side and you also have the side saying, yo, like if he was a true fan, he would know not to do that shit. Like, come on, you can't expect to not get any type of reaction from that initial like that initial stunt you tried to pull so there's obviously two sides i'm not really sure which side i'm sitting on to be honest i kind of feel like the kid deserved it i wouldn't say necessarily like deserved getting spit on but like i feel like he deserved like some type of like reaction to let him know he was in the wrong for that and i guess that was the spit in this instance so as far as the video goes and like tarnishing Lucky's view or image. I honestly don't think it's gonna do much. Um, there's been like a lot, like other rappers and artists have done way worse things to fans or even just people in general that like the media is always on and like publicizes on. And so I honestly think like, yes, this is big in that moment, but Within like the next few months, everyone's gonna forget about it. Everyone's gonna forgive Lucky for doing this or 
either like forgive him or side with him but i honestly don't think it's going to tarnish his image at all especially when i've seen like other rappers or artists just straight up scam their fans out of thousands of money which is not funny at all but it's just fucking mind-boggling to actually witness that someone's favorite artist is a shit person but i mean i've seen lucky himself um i've actually been to one of his concerts and i think he's an amazing person he had great energy when i went to a show and he was just seemed like a very genuine guy but the concert i went to lucky actually like let i think five fans on stage at one time or some shit so like like i said he's very genuine and i think he truly loves his fans as they got him to where he is today so i don't think this one incident is gonna like make all of his fans think yo he just fucking hates us he's a shit rapper or he's a shit human being as they as the internet would probably start flaming him and saying whatever so i don't think like one incident's gonna really tarnish his view like i said i don't think his fans are gonna think he hates them because that's not the case but yeah lucky might realize he made a mistake i mean everyone makes mistakes and especially since it was like a very upbeat and fast um paced environment i mean it was very easy for anyone to make mistake in that or in that case so but yeah that was pretty much my take on the whole incident um i would like to know y'all's take do you guys think the fan was in the right do you think lucky was in the wrong or do you think it was reversed or do you think they were both in the wrong because that honestly i think they were both in the wrong they both made a mistake before we get into the third and final segment, I'd like to talk briefly on the whole Yeet um, controversy that he's receiving. So if you guys don't keep up with Yeet, um, you guys know I'm pretty big on him. Like, I'm always, like, keeping up with the latest news on him and shit. But recently, he's been getting a lot of backlash from just the internet in general, as well as, like, his fans for only hosting 30-minute shows. Um, I'm not really sure why he's doing this. It could be like he thinks he's too popping to do a long show or it could be just some like it could even be something as crazy as like a mental illness where he can't like go and perform for that long uh whether it's like something mentally or whether it's like whether it's like something serious or something maybe not so serious like social anxiety who knows um not really sure why he's only performing for 30 minutes but he is getting clowned and dogged by the internet for it right now so i definitely want to talk about it for just a brief moment so yeah like i said pretty much the whole internet is dogging him right now and like my side on this whole thing is i don't think they should be i feel like moving on um concerts are gonna start like being quicker shorter on time i don't think rappers are going to spend as much time on stage as they once used to i think that's just like just the new generation of music i feel like every song is now like shorter and so like so i feel like rappers can really perform like more songs in a shorter time period than before and i think that's exactly what he did i believe he probably played i mean they said it was a 30 minute concert in chicago which was I think last week so he probably played 
His songs obviously vary in time, but most of his songs, like his hits, are 2 minutes and 47 seconds. And so if it was a 30 minute concert, he easily could have played 10 of his like biggest songs. So I'm really not sure what fans wanted from him, like what else can you ask from him if he played like the best songs he had like i don't want to hear his mid songs in my opinion if i was there i didn't i wouldn't want to hear like a trash or in my opinion a trash eat song even though i honestly don't like dislike any of his music like i think all of his songs are pretty pretty well crafted um but that's my opinion and i think honestly i would enjoy like a quick 30 minute concert if like a rapper could make their concert shorter and keep that same energy i would definitely enjoy it like the same like i don't see maybe it's because people are like so used to rappers sitting there for two plus hours and they're like oh yeah we paid this much so it's totally worth it but yeah honestly i think like they probably paid 40 bucks for those tickets so maybe they might think yo 40 for 30 minutes they're losing money but honestly like, when are they gonna get the chance to like, enjoy Yeet like that and see him live like that? Like, honestly, I wouldn't take it for granted. I would enjoy every second there and I would enjoy the performance in front of me, whether like, it doesn't matter if it's two hours or if it's 30 minutes, I'm still gonna enjoy it and still have the same outcome on my like, um, view on it, I guess. Obviously, some people were pissed about this um, 30 minute show as they took it to Instagram and that's why it's like somewhat a big topic to cover but a lot of people like weren't actually too pissed about the 30 minutes yes they complained about it but a lot of people were more pissed that like Yeet wasn't jumping around and doing things like we've seen Lil Uzi Vert do like by jumping off stage but honestly what did you expect like Yeet's just now coming up from underground he's not like too into the concerts yet I think this was like one of his first like actual concerts so he's kind of getting the feel for it also you gotta like you know what he's rapping about you know he's on you know he's on rps you know he's on perks you know he's on a lot of drugs so i doubt he's gonna want to get around a lot of people in like a very uh claustrophobic environment as well as he's probably just out of his mind and he honestly has no idea what he's doing on stage who knows Hopefully he's not Kodak Black with it, because if you guys don't know, Kodak Black is always a Zoe on stage, which is pretty much what we call a zombie on Earth. But yeah, I'd definitely hate to see, like, in that aspect of things, I hope that's not the case, because I would hate to see, like, or I'd hate to be a fan and see my favorite rapper totally, like, not there during the performance, totally, like, barred out, whatever it is. But honestly, that's just my take on things. Maybe people enjoy it like it's a rave vibe because at raves, like they get down on whatever. At least that's what I've heard. I've never been to one myself, so uh, don't uh, quote me on it. As well as don't take my financial advice on anything I say within this whole podcast. But I feel like that's uh, pretty self-explanatory. With all that being said, though, I'd like to move on to the third and final topic of the show, which is... Pink Hearts, Sofago's album that he's actually gonna drop here soon. Um, he said he's gonna drop it for months now and he hasn't dropped it. So we're gonna talk about when the release date is, if there is one and who's expected to be on the album as well as all the other information uh, regarding this album. So what I've heard, Pink Hearts by Sofago is actually coming soon. There's actually like no release date yet. So, I mean, this is all on Sofago's word right now. But 
from what I've seen, I believe it is actually going to be coming within like the next two months. The reason I say this is because he recently uploaded an Instagram post. It had like the album itself on, um, I think it was Spotify. It was like pulled up on Spotify and since he owns it, it's private right now and had like some of the track list you could see and as well as he posted a picture with or a video with Uzi um, that was also in that Instagram post. So like I said, I definitely think it is coming soon, um, but I'm not really sure the exact date on it right now. But as far as like features, um, the snippet that he posted with Uzi, I'm sure Uzi's going to be in that video. Um, Uzi's been promoting him for a long time now, for a fat minute. But we also saw that Ken Carson's name was on there. And I mean, that was kind of expected because Ken Carson and Sofago actually produced or not produced, performed that song live um, at one of his concerts in 2021. But one that kind of caught my eye or like shocked me was Gunna. Because like Gunna is pretty mainstream. I mean, not saying Uzi isn't because Uzi is bigger than Gunna. But I don't know. I was just shocked to see Gunna like fucking with Sofago as he's so young and he's like just developing his craft and sound right now. So I'm definitely like interested in what that song with Gunna is going to sound like as well as King Carson and um, Lil Uzi's. But that's like all of the confirmed artists on the feature list right now. There could be more. Um, some of those artists could not make it. Maybe there's like something going on with the record deal, not record deal, but Maybe there's something going on with like the labels and there's like conflicting problems, who knows. But as of right now, Sofago is claiming that Gunna, Lil Uzi, and King Carson are gonna be on this project, which I'm excited for. Also, this is not like the first time we've seen big names with Sofago. Um, ever since he kind of blew up in 2021 off, um, I think it was, what song was it? Choppa Melodies maybe? Um, or maybe it was, um, off the map. I'm not really sure. I think it was actually off the map, but that song blew up on TikTok in 2021, which really brought Sofago, most of his fans, as well as his fame. Um, but after that, he kind of just, it's not even like he fell off. He just got outshadowed or he just pretty much took over the image or took over the scene, I guess, and really just left Sofago behind him. And that's not like necessarily a bad thing. Um, it took like all the publicity off Sofago, like most of the publicity off Sofago at the moment, which gives him time to relax and really just work on his craft and music. So I think this album's gonna be like very well produced as well as like his vocals. I think he's gonna be hitting the notes. Like I said in the beginning, I'm very excited to see what he has to bring um, since he hasn't dropped since I guess 2021. And I think it was like early on in 2021. So I just checked and actually he dropped his last album in 2020, which is, it's been a minute. It's been two years for Sofago to really like just work on his craft, like I said. So we'll see what he has um, in store for us with this album. Um, I'm curious to see if there's any more features on it. But as far as like sales go, we've seen like, you know, Lil Uzi's huge, Gunna's huge. King Carson's not as big, but he's under opium. So like, He's pretty well known in the underground right now. Like he's a big face in the underground. So like having him too for an underground, um, just get underground fans on board with his album is gonna help. Um, but we know that Sofago has been like 
co-signed plenty of times by Travis Scott and Travis Scott in my opinion is like one of the biggest um, influencers like in the music scene right now a lot of people like know Travis Scott as being an industry plant and so they think Sofago's gonna take on his role and take over which could totally be possible it's not necessarily bad being an industry plant just they're not as organic with growing their fan base um it's pretty much just labels pushing the absolute shit out of their work and and building their fans unorganically but it's not necessarily a bad thing like i said um it just in the long run it can um come back to bite them in the ass sometimes but yeah having travis scott gunna lo uzi and ken carson that alone is enough to get him easily over 10k um so i think like my predictions on his sales I've heard like Baba Lamb and um, what is his name? And what is his name? It's Yosemi or Yosemi. I'm not really sure. They've predicted 15 to 20K. I honestly think he's going to get like 27K. And that's just because I think it's going to be a pretty well crafted album. I also think he's going to get the absolute shit push out of it. Um, who knows it could even get like 32k 34k like Yeet's album because he's not like that much smaller than Yeet as well as he I feel like his um his label is actually gonna push it a lot more like as you know Yeet's label didn't push his album at all it was all on Yeet he was very organic and he pushed it himself so he had like no label help but but yeah as far as like Sofago I've seen his um his label push it more um in the past and so i think they're gonna push it i think like i said travis scott is very like implemented in the social media scene for rap i would say and so i think since he co-signed um sofago that he's gonna push the living shit out of his album um pink hearts when it drops but that's all like my prediction and my opinion on this um i'm not really sure if it's gonna happen like I'm not guaranteeing he's gonna get 32K. Like I said, I think maybe 25 to 27K, but honestly, he could even get like, that's like maximum in my opinion. He could even honestly get like 22K and that's not even that bad. Like if he gets 22K, so if Sofago ends up like only getting 22K, when I say only, I mean like, I'm not shitting on him, but if he only gets 22K, not bad at all. He's an underground rapper on the rise. Um, he's still gonna like knock out Coyle Ray and Fibio Foreign's album that they dropped. I believe both of them didn't even get over, I wanna say 15K on both of their albums. Um, Coyle Ray's was like something trendsetter and then uh, Fibio Florence was like a drill uh, New York album, but both of them pretty mainstream rappers and they can't even get over 10k on an album or 15k on an album, which first week, which is pretty rough. But yeah, that's going to wrap up the podcast. That's pretty much all I had to say about Sofago and Pete Carts' album. Um, like always, I'd love to know your guys' opinion and thoughts on this, if you guys have any. But before I go, I'd like to give a special thanks to you guys for always tuning into this podcast. It's greatly appreciated, and I appreciate all the support and feedback that I get. So thanks again for tuning into the coolest underground podcast in the world. I'm your host, Cooper Hans, and I'll catch you in the next one. Peace.